Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. What's good? What's going on? Welcome back to yet another episode of DX Daily. Best podcast out, if I do say so myself. Same here. You got to agree with the co-host. You know what it is it is. <laughs> Come on, man. This podcast is brought to you by Hip Hop DX. And here's where we like to keep you updated, keep you abreast upon all the things that are going on in hip hop music culture. I am one of your lovely hosts, music lover, music appreciator, Asia Sky. And I'm your other lovely host and hip hop aficionado, A-Dub. Yes, it is Tuesday and Chris Brown decided to shine on us he spent a hundred thousand dollars on a new 24 karat gold grill we also have the baby who's facing more backlash from his rolling loud performance that happened this past weekend and the baby wants all the smoke he's here for it he's responding to the backlash now also ti decided to jump into the situation and he has some interesting things to say about the baby and Lil Nas x so we'll get into that as well and on the more wholesome side of things we have new music from isaiah rashad on the way and scissor's gonna be jumping on the project Lil uzi J-Rock and more so let's get down to it all right let's start it off with breezy start off light on this Tuesday yes because it's going to get intense later on but this one's (laughs) easy this one's simple Chris Brown basically he just dropped a hundred thousand dollars on a new grill but these grills are different because it's 24 karat magnetic grills okay what is that because you see I'm not in the tax bracket (laughs) to be in the know about what a magnetic grill is right now so I need I need a briefing on that same. So basically it is a, a magnetic retention design. So where Breezy's back molars, they have magnetic gold crowns embedded on them. So the grills can fit and lock into the magnets with precision on the fronts of all his teeth. Wealth. Very wealthy. Wealth. <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of interesting though. When you think about it, you don't have to worry about it shifting, moving, worry about it going anywhere. And you can take it out when you want to, whenever you want. It's no hassle. Yeah, I would figure that like, I never had a grill before, but... If it's mold into your teeth, you got to kind of like put it in there, like kind of like a retainer would be. Right. And then uh, it says he can basically speak and sing normally while wearing them, whereas some people do have like a maybe a lisp or something changes. Yeah. It says it's completely normal and he can just pop them in and out. The future is here. Magnetic grills. A hundred thousand <laughs> in his mouth. That's crazy. Another interesting thing, this is the same person that Post Malone went to to get his grill. The person's name is Canelli, and when Post went to him, he spent $1.6 million on his grill. He had the diamond grill, and that's why it cost him $1.6. Right, and Post Malone had the, the fang grill, so it's not even, it's an added part of the grill to like really hang on down there, the fang part. Right. So uh, it was like Chris Brown may have gotten a bargain if his was under $100,000 for, mag- for magnet grills. Compared mm-hmm. to $1.6 million for a diamond fang grills. We love the flex. 
Now onto the more salacious side of things. So the baby has already been facing backlash for his Rolling Loud performance. He did bring out Tory Lanez. A lot of people weren't happy about that. They thought he was trying to be petty towards Megan Thee Stallion. Mm-hmm. But now there's a whole new angle involved in why people are criticizing the baby and his performance. And they're now saying that baby was making homophobic remarks while he was performing that night. You didn't show up today with HIV, AIDS, any of them deadly sexual transmitted diseases that'll make you die in two, three weeks, put a cell phone like that up. So if you didn't catch that first statement, he was basically like, yo, if you don't have HIV, you don't have any deadly sexually transmitted diseases, put your cell phone light in the air. So people thought that part was already problematic because it's like you're painting people with HIV and all of that negatively in a negative light saying if you don't have it, you know, throw your cell phone up, celebrate with me. Mm -hmm. So that was the first part of what he said. And he went on from there. He he gave a couple other uh, calls to action during this whole thing. Lady, if your pussy smell like water. Put a cell phone light in the uh, fellas. Lights up, fellas. If you ain't sucking nigga dick in the parking lot, put your cell phone lights Let's in the Let's be uh. real about this shit. Yeah, keep it fucking real. Some of y'all niggas suspect as a motherfucker. Let's be real. So that was the part that really got people in an uproar right there. A lot of people took offense to those comments as well because a lot of people were saying, like, why he say that? What was the purpose of saying something like that? But you know, if you go to a club, Asia, the DJ can get. Reckless and be like, yo, if you're sleeping with your best friend, man, put your cell phones up. <laughs> so I get, and they they say these kind of same things like, oh, if you took a shower or if you smell musty, like put your hand down, stuff like that. But right. I guess it's when in the sense of serious things like HIV, AIDS, and kind of homophobic things, then yes, yeah, not a good look, but... A lot of people are giving the baby crap about it. And a lot of people were coming at the DJ as well, because if you heard what he added on to the end, he was like, let's be real. A lot of y'all are suspect out here, meaning a lot of y'all might be gay. Y'all might have just been doing what the baby was saying. If you didn't do it, put your hands in the air. Mm -hmm. So he was saying, like, a lot of y'all might be that way. So that's what a lot of people were mad about, too. Like, basically, they were insinuating something was wrong with it. And if you're not that put your put your light up in the air so that was really people's issue with it but the baby he came back to defend himself he had some uh rebuttals and some retorts so let's hear what he said i'm gonna address this weak ass internet shit one time and i'm gonna get back to giving my love to my fans see what i'm saying because what me and my fans do at the live show it don't concern you niggas on the internet well <laughs> already coming out the gate hot okay right bitches on the internet it's not y'all business you know what I'm saying? Like, what I do at a live show is for the audience at the live show. It'll never translate correctly to somebody looking at a little five, six second clip. I do agree with that part, though. Like, being there live and seeing it on video is two different experiences, and it takes away some of the context. I'm right. not defending what he said, but I do agree with that particular part. It just don't work like that. Like, because regardless of what you motherfuckers talking about, how the internet and Twisted up my motherfucking word. Me and all my fans at the show, the gay ones and the straight ones, we turned the fuck up. I'm talking about my boy that was at the front of the stage, left over there by where I jumped at. Ask him. He got clips all on his shit. The whole night was recording. We were turned the whole night. My boy had the crop top on, front row. Yeah, out there. He had an eyewitness account. (laughs) He had an eyewitness account, bro. It's crazy. Mm. Bitches with him. Yeah, the hell y'all talking about? Y'all niggas, shut the fuck up. You niggas, you niggas that, wasn't, that ain't at the show. The show is for the niggas who paid the money and, and took the time out of their life to come enjoy the show. Not you motherfuckers watching it 
on the internet at the crib. No, nigga, just get your tickets and come fuck with the live show killer. Gay or straight. Don't let these motherfuckers hell. I, I say if you don't got AIDS, put a cell phone light up. I say if you ain't suck dick in the parking lot, put your cell phone lights up so I could drop my next song. I wasn't going on no rent. That's called a call to action. That's what that's called because I'm a live performer. I'm the best live performer. I'm the live show killer. So here we have him doubling down on the statements. Mm -hmm. But I thought the really interesting part was the end. This is the part like I kind of feel like might have made it worse a little bit. Oh, Lord. What he said <laughs> when he said this. Look, all the lights went up gay or straight. You want to know why? Because even my gay fans don't got fucking AIDS. Stupid ass niggas. They don't got AIDS. My gay fans, they take care of themselves. They ain't going for that. They ain't, they ain't no nasty gay niggas. You know what I'm saying? They ain't no junkies. You know what I'm saying? On the street. Yeah, you talking about, nigga? Then I said, if you ain't suck dick in the rolling loud parking lot, put your cell phone light up. You know what my gay fans did? Um, that, that end part is where it got a little shaky at. It was like, kind of like you're talking down on people that may have that. Like, you might have fans that have HIV and AIDS. Right. And that doesn't mean that they're dirty or nasty or that they junkies or any of that. So I think that part, you kind of you kind of made it worse. But other than that, like, I kind of understood what he was saying. Like, yeah, it's like either like, you know, adrenaline rush up. You try to like, you know, have a good set and like have viral moments type of thing. You just kind of get in the car, get in the heat of it. But mm -hmm. I don't think it was anything bad. I noticed people were talking about like, oh, they're going to stop listening to the baby or, you know, removing their music from their library. But it's like. If that's the comment that make you want to, like, not listen to the baby compared to, like, all, all the hidden allegations and, mm. you know, all the fights he been in and other music-related stuff, like, I guess, but I don't think it's... I mean, he apologized. He, to me, it's not that big a deal, but <laughs> I get it as an artist. You got to, like, please everybody, so... Nah, see, see, what it is is I don't... Like, you got to look at the intent behind things. Like, it didn't give malicious intent vibes, but, mm -hmm. like, when people of that certain group tell you it makes you makes them feel away, then that's when you got to take it into account. People within whatever group you was talking about, like, if people that are a fan of you that have HIV felt some type of way about that, or if your gay fans felt some type of way about that, then you can't tell them, like, hey, don't feel away about this. Like, you was talking about them, kind of painting it in a certain light. So if they feel away about it, then I get it. I don't know. Certain things, like, I just don't feel like it should have been that... <laughs> take it to this level like yeah but we want to get some opinions on this like see how everyone else is generally feeling about this so definitely hit us up with what you think about this whole the baby situation at the rolling loud concert you know you can follow us on the gram at asia sky you can follow me at a dub <laughs> and yeah let us know what you think about that one because and this might be another one for dx daily court for real for real yeah we might have to get that one ready now further along in the situation ti decided to insert himself in this whole thing just jumping in front of the bullets for no reason. Yeah, I thought T.I. had his own stuff to handle with Tiny and everything going on with that. But he did chime in and basically said uh, in the Shade Room comments, he said, if Little Nas X can kick his ish in peace, so should the baby. Shrugging emoji, hashtag equality. Yeah, see, I don't like that because it's not even, not sneak dissing, passive aggressive dissing. Because it's like, mm -hmm. why are you bringing Lil Nas X, who has zero to do with the situation, into this situation? Is it simply because he's gay? Why are you bringing Lil Nas X into it? That was a little bit weird for me. Yeah, I would I would think that maybe they're referring to when Lil Nas X, uh, his performance at some award show, and he was like kissing the, one of the guy dancers. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the music video that he just put out, where it's like all the men in the shower scene. But, yeah, but, Lil Nas X minding his business, T.I. shouldn't call. <laughs> 
called him out too. Little Nas X didn't make remarks that were negatively targeting a specific community. Yeah. Regardless of, I don't think the baby intended to do that. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying like Little Nas X didn't say anything like, oh, straight people this or black people that, whatever. Like he didn't say anything about a specific group. He just did his art and did what he was doing and minded his business. So right. how does that compare to this situation with the baby? Exactly. Don't they don't compare, but uh, T.I. tried it. <laughs> he tried it on that one. <laughs> now Amber Rose then jumped in after that it's a whole melee of people just inserting themselves into the situation so what did amber rose say so amber rose responded to ti and she said what in the homophobia y'all are so mad that little Nas x is effing winning to be this homophobic feels like they are battling something internally this is not equality this is hatred period i wonder what he, what he has to say back to that if anything yeah you know he's a good person to go uh back and forth within the comments and especially amber rose is she she put out there that she is an activist she does have her slut walk and everything like that mm-hmm. and um ti is not one to not fire back or keep going to get his point across i guess we'll wait and see what he says as well to amber i just like can we get some more constructive conversations going on like i feel like this is just not productive at all but that's a whole different story that's for the social justice podcast okay we're gonna (laughs) we're gonna get on to some more hip-hop news speaking of rolling loud you know everybody was criticizing coila ray's live performance at the festival uh, the video of her was circulating. They put church music behind it to make it look like she was catching the Holy Ghost. Like Twitter was frying Coyle Ray for this performance. And I was just like, y'all being a little bit hard on her. But clearly she she gives no Fs about it. All right. She responded and she hopped on Twitter and said, just want to say thank you for all the love I get. I'm so loved by so many people. It blocks out the hate. You love me. I love you forever. She also said it's about over 100 artists who performed on that lineup and all people want to do is eat up my cack. I don't know what that is, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta love this ish for real. I got good problems. It's the confidence. We love, we love confidence. Okay. And let me tell you something. The song that Coyle Ray performed at Rolling Loud, I had never heard it before. I don't know. Or the the clip that went viral, what she was performing in that clip. Mm -hmm. I never heard that song before. So judging by the performance, I was like, oh, not for me. You know, maybe it's for the kids. It's not for me. Right. But I heard the actual song. Like, Coyle Ray posted a video clip of, like, a little Triller video or something mm-hmm. with the actual song. You can front on the Rolling Loud performance, but you can't front on this. Yeah. I'm up in the way. Broke niggas in the way. Big money shit. I pop my shit. Could give fuck what they say. Yeah. I'm just saying, man. You caught a vibe, man. She caught. She was catching flows on that. Y'all can't. Y'all can't front on Coyle right for that, man. That was a little vibe. But yeah, so I think after I heard that and I saw the tweets, I'm like, she's going to be fine. She's going to be fine. All she got to do, work on the live show, keep practicing. Like she's fresh into this game, already doing rolling loud stages. All she got to do, just work on, just keep working on the live show. Because I think the music sounds good. 
Yeah, exactly. And then later on, a couple clips came about where Coyle Ray was performing, I guess, a more popular song, and the crowd was rocking with her. So, mm-hmm. I mean, even if I was like at a Drake concert and Drake performed something I didn't know, I'm not going to look enthused either because I don't know the song. <laughs> so, like, Coyle Ray got her fans, and of course, the songs that she does have out on the radio that a lot of people know, they do go. So, that's right. all it is. Just we need more of a catalog from her. More catalog. The music itself is good. Just practice the live show. She do that, she'll be fine, man. Yeah. She's, she's going to be fine. But yeah, we love the confidence. Now on to some new music. Isaiah Rashad is dropping this month. Before the month is over. July 30th, The House is Burning. That is the new album. And he's going to have a couple people up here. A couple uh, faces we've been missing and we've been wanting to hear from on this album. Yep, he has features from Little Uzi Vert, SZA, J-Rock, Duke Deuce, J-Worthy, Black, YGTUT, Smino. And on the production side, you got Kenny Beats. Devin Malik, Cal Banks, and a whole bunch more. Okay, Isaiah mm-hmm. Rashad, come on now. Come on, hopefully this just opens the floodgates to the TDE releases. Because, you know, they all like to release generally at the same time, like around mm-hmm. the same time period, really. Um, so I'm hoping that that's going to be the case here. But I am glad to hear that Scissor's going to be on the album. I'm glad to hear Smino, Black. Yes, this is, this is what we need. We need music right now. We need music. Drake and Kendrick are just keeping us waiting so we need things in the meantime so i'm here for this yeah exactly and then um if we remember when he dropped the cover art it looked kind of like a a crayon drawn house burning type of thing and they're keeping up with that a uh, creative rollout and the track list is out and it's kind of written in crayon it looks like and he also makes sure that when he does post the track listings it does say which song is produced by so showing love to a lot of the producers i like that i like that a lot too so very dope i'm excited to see what this sounds like let's go let's get it So that is going to conclude today's episode of DX Daily. As always, subscribe to this podcast on all platforms. And make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is Hip Hop DX. And be sure to follow us on all of our social media, like our Instagram and our Twitter at Hip Hop DX. Yep, you can follow us too on IG, Twitter, everywhere at Asia Sky is my page. And my page is at A-Dub. And we will see you tomorrow with more daily news. See ya.